We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, it's what the world's been lacking. It's what the world's been missing. A gaming, a sports, a talk show, a podcast, all about gaming and sports. I know the world's been missing it. Ladies and gentlemen, I want to introduce you to Stick Talk, hosted by your favorite content creator himself, AA9 I'm, I'm kidding. I am AA9 Skills, but I'm probably not your favorite content creator. But I promise you this might become your favorite podcast in the world, with some of your favorite content creators coming on to speak facts about FIFA about Madden, about NBA 2K, about sports, about fantasy, the drama, the updates, everything you need to know, everything you don't want to talk about, everything we need to talk about, the good, the bad, the ugly, in one spot. Who's on the stick next? You think you good enough? You think you know it all? You got to listen, baby, for the number one, hopefully the number one podcast in the world when it comes to sports and gaming. Ladies and gentlemen, Stick Talk, once a week, coming right to your ears. And you can even watch us live get involved. This is Greg Olson, inviting you to check out my new Blue Wire podcast, TE1, where I interview tight ends throughout the history of the NFL who have helped revolutionize the position. TE1 is presented by the Chevy Silverado. The Silverado is all about grit. It's strong and dependable, exactly like playing tight end. Just like the incredible players we sit down with on the podcast, the Chevy Silverado is in a league of its own. Strong, advanced, and dependable. Download TE1 today, wherever you listen to podcasts. What's up, everybody, and welcome in to a new edition of the Backliners Podcast, Agro and Barracuda, as always. But this time, we are joined by one of the most community-requested guests on the show we've had up until this point, Alec Fonzo, a.k.a. Fine, okay. Fine, thanks for taking the time out of slamming some ranked cues um, <laughs> in order to join us today, man. I mean, I know I yeah, know the cues were calling your name, as, uh, as they always do, I'm sure. By the way, I like the mm-hmm. shirt. Thank you. Is this a reference to our gorilla question? 
No, I actually eat wort because uh, bananas are kind of a uh, staple of the barracuda community. Mm -hmm. So mm, true. I figured it was oh, kind of fitting. Yeah. Also, it's just a cool shirt. I mean, I mean, hey, <laughs> you won't catch me disagree. You won't catch me disagreeing with that. Um, I will say in advance that my brain uh, is a little bit mushy today. It's a little bit smooth, so I'll, I'll apologize in advance for uh, whatever happens on this podcast because I have no idea. And Barra just got done playing a long three-game set against Sanguine, so I'm assuming his brain is mush, and he's an ADC, so we're already starting low on the totem pole on that one. So fine, you might have to... Uh, real fast. What was that, Barra? We had to finish game three real fast. <laughs> yeah, you were late for the podcast, huh? You were like, uh, hey, uh... <laughs> hey Jake, maybe we just run it down a bit here and um Hey guys, we got twenty minutes. Oh good, we'll end it in twenty-two. <laughs> <laughs> let's uh let's start there though. Let's start with the SPL this week. Um and, and let's let our guests go first, Barry, even though your game just got just okay. got done with. Um fine, you guys uh owned in the SPL this week, if my memory serves. Um did a little bit of slamming. It's particularly on the set solo lane. That was uh that was what I wanted to talk about. We haven't seen Set in so long. And then you have the nerve, the audacity, <laughs> to pull out Set and slam with it in its first game. Why, why did you feel like picking Set without obviously giving us all of your strats? Um, I was actually not going to play Set, but my team encouraged me to play that game. So you got to thank them for that mm. um but also i just thought i mean it's a pretty good matchup into cthulhu like i think i can say that and everybody would probably agree with me it's not teaching anybody anything like cthulhu can kind of i mean cthulhu is good in in the laning phase don't get me wrong but set can kind of just play back and it gets to a point where if cthulhu ever does one of his stupid dashes or he dashes through the wave or he just is like getting a little getting a little bit crazy set can kind of all in him so that's pretty good and then also i don't know if um People have really noticed, but there's been a lot of skipping TP in SPL these yep. days. There's a lot yep. of people not buying TP. And the problem with set before was that if you just went TP beads late game, you actually aren't that strong. If you just somebody just curse stonks you and you go on him, he just gets insta-killed. But if you have beads and thorns and somebody curse stonks you, they're doing more damage to themselves. So, <laughs> uh, kind of just, so you can kind of... Uh, so the fact that you have CC immunity and the thorns can actually kind of be useful late game. So I think maybe he's just a little bit. I, actually, I think a lot of characters are maybe a little undervalued um, when it comes to. I guess people really haven't explored it yet because of uh, no TP and stuff like that. But yeah, yeah, that, you kind of just blew my mind, man. You're, you're taking. <laughs> okay, wait. Here we go. The ultimate counter. You pick Nike. They pick Sunder. They Sunder you. You thorns right away. Right afterwards, they're doing yeah. more damage to themselves, dude. That's easy for you. Yeah, and then then you buy bracer. So if they sunder your your Holy shield, crap. then you bracer the entire shield health. Oh my god, that is so. <laughs> does that work that way? No way yeah, that yeah, works. Yeah, it does. It does. Yeah. No way. What? Yeah, yeah. So if somebody sunders you and it does like one k with your shield, and then you bracer for like seven hundred or six hundred, whatever. Holy. But okay. Everybody buys anti heal, so that's not happening. Okay, but if that if they don't buy anti heal, Barra and I are like our tiny little. Tiny little backline brains are so blown. Sino in the chat, the uh, the inventor of the Nike jungle, says, wait, that's OP. Oh, no. And he's right, dude. Either. He's right. Okay, wait. Full cooldown Nike with upgraded bracer. Even if you even if they anti-heal your bracer proc, you're still getting seconds off your CDs. Like, that's got to be good. And you have a relic dagger. I mean, of course you have the relic of dagger. Of course you do. Yeah. Holy crap. 
If you guys are missing out on the Backliners <laughs> podcast, what is wrong with you? Because this is this is where you learn the cutting edge stuff. Um, but only one week for you, or one game this week for you guys. Fine, but you yeah. get top seed because of uh, SSG losing to the Pittsburgh Knights. Do you agree with the storyline that we've been kind of pushing on the on the casting desk that it feels like it used to be the separation was top four versus bottom four, but right now it feels a little bit more like top two versus almost the rest of the league at that point. Do you feel like you and SSG, barring SSG's loss today, um, are still a little bit ahead of the pack? Uh, I would say so, yes, but I don't know if it's so much like, I don't want to be like, oh, top two where elite, like every team is just like, fundamentally worse i think it's because there's been a lot of like people are making changes to a little bit early to get uh ready for worlds like people are right. trying to make those preemptive changes so that they can get enough time in with their their new teams and everything like that to be ready for worlds i think like maybe four teams have done or three teams have done it and then of course there's like pk who traditionally speaking doesn't really do well in the regular season but then they kind of turn up for the tournaments in the lands but um i don't know i, I mean I, I kind of agree but i also kind of disagree with a lot of the um narratives that's such a horrible word to use for like an esport game but sure um you know the, i guess maybe the storylines where people are like oh people are out of form and getting back to form and stuff like that mm. I, I don't something irks me about with that like uh that statement because i kind of feel like it's a really long season and people are bound to wake up on the right side of the bed or the wrong side of the bed some weeks and if you like if a good team loses to a bad team i don't see that as like oh the, the good team's just out of form i just think it's right. like competitive smite that's just yeah. like the the state of the league and stuff like that so when i see like a team like pk pk is doing a little bit better now like they're starting to win and stuff i wouldn't say that's them returning to form i would that i would just say that's them just playing better now like they're just yeah. a better team than they were two weeks ago or three weeks ago you know anything like that so 100 that's the only thing i uh have a problem with <laughs> yeah well I'll, I'll i'll get that cleaned up right away mr fonzo i very much apologize <laughs> i don't know i don't know if it's you Agro. I just, oh it is, I, almost certainly is me it almost certainly is and stuff too that's like sure. oh this team's back to form after they win one set and it's like were they ever out it's just like a team just playing poorly and then they're right. playing good you know it's like yeah i, I was gonna I, ask you guys about pk in particular because i fine we already got kind of your perspective but barra from my perspective <laughs> i don't know if they just don't care about phase one or what but they looked like they didn't care a whole lot about phase one i'm not saying they weren't trying their hardest but they certainly looked like they were a completely different team than what they're playing like now look i always we always kind of like make fun of it behind the scenes like oh yeah you know we're just trying to like relax until it's playoff time but then as soon as the games get serious we're gonna we're gonna try hard and win instantly like that's not how gaming or, or anything competitive truly works in my mind but maybe it is if you're a pittsburgh knights member i don't know they're kind of killing it as of late how how do you see their their recent play um god i'm just thinking about our set against pk (laughs) (laughs) which one the 65 minute absolute banger um the 45 minute banger uh I just kept looking up and the clock just kept going up. <laughs> it's like that is so crazy that that's how clocks work, isn't it? Oh boy, <laughs> another fire giant dance. You should have had Cronus on your team. Oh, you guys would have owned for sure. Yeah. That was, dude, that set was just exhausting. Like, I bet. After that, I just, I don't even remember like the team talk we had after that. We had a team talk. I just don't remember what it was. But game three just 
going that long. Especially when you're playing against like a blink hebo, it's so stressful to be a backliner because it's like, what if he plays the team fight towards me this time? Yeah. And I was just stressing kind of the entire time. Actually, my gut thought we were going to win that game eventually. It was just like, also, I, I made the end call when mm-hmm. it was like 2v4 or whatever. Yeah. I'm pretty sure if we killed Steve instead of focusing Titan, because we dropped him to like 300 HP when he Aegis back to Fountain, I'm pretty sure we just killed Steve in the game there. I think we tried to end like one other time. I don't know. A lot of stuff happened that game. You've counted on restaurants. Now they're counting on you. And while many of their dining rooms still may be closed, they're still open for delivery with DoorDash. DoorDash is the app that brings you the food you're craving right to your door. Ordering is super easy. Just open the DoorDash app, choose what you want to eat, and your food will be left safely outside your door with the new contactless delivery drop-off setting. Choose from your favorite national restaurants like Chipotle, Wendy's, and the Cheesecake Factory, and many of your favorite local restaurants are still open for delivery too. Just open the DoorDash app, select your favorite local spot, and your food is on the way. Right now, our listeners can get $5 off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter code BLUEWIRE. That's $5 off and zero delivery fees on your first order when you download the DoorDash app in the App Store and enter code BLUEWIRE. Don't forget, that's code BLUEWIRE for $5 off your first order with DoorDash. There was a lot of smite this week, man. There was a lot of yeah. a lot of a lot of three game sets this week. We kind of I kind of forgot because we had a, there was a stretch during phase two where like every single set was a two zero, and I was like, oh, we're mm-hmm. done with work at six thirty every day. That's kind of awesome. And then like <laughs> these last two weeks have cu- brought us crashing back down to reality that uh, that there could be some long sets, but those are they're more fun that way. I, I do I do prefer it um as long as i'm prepared that doesn't sound like you're telling the truth but yeah (laughs) (laughs) okay today i wanted to go a lot shorter i'll be honest with you this weekend going long was not great for my mental um but it was good for smite and that is more important than my mental i uh, Mm -hmm. i suppose yeah Barra, good answer on the pk uh, question that was good um well i think like for us versus them in particular we've gotten a lot better because i think this is the first time that we've been competitive with them. Yep. Like all year, including last year. Yep. And but normally I just load in, they invade blue, they invade backs, they invade speed sometimes, and then it's 20 minutes and I lose. And this time we took them to 65 minutes. That's still <laughs> lost. But which did you prefer? <laughs> uh, getting out getting out sooner would be better, I would say. Okay. Yeah, I'd agree with that. Um I mean it's definitely better to take games off them, obviously, but I think we got a lot better with dealing with their soloing pressure and how they like to play and maneuver around the map and what they want to do on the map. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't feel good to be able to play the game. And I feel like I was able to play the game in the PK set, but then the Sanguine set, I didn't play the game at all. I hated that set. I never want to watch those games ever back. Yeah, that was a, that was a bit of a tough one. Finally, did you get a chance to watch that last set that just happened? The the I didn't Sundays Ooh. usually I go over to my parents to have uh-huh. dinner with them and I happened to be there when the set was happening but I did catch the end of the, the last game there and it was a little bit bit of a, a rough one it, it, it looked like <laughs> that uh, Sanguine kind of snowballed that game a little hard but the That's thing about thing. Sanguine is that even when they snowball they do it slow so I think 
I think I think Barra maybe had the slow death there, and it was just. Uh, <laughs> Now, I, I totally get why you got that impression from looking at the very end, but the game was really close for a long time. It's just nothing happened for like a long period of time. Game three? Yeah, yeah. game three. I mean, you guys you guys were getting behind, but it wasn't like you guys were getting snow. I wouldn't describe that as getting snowballed on. Like, oh, it felt like it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure it did. Damage, I saw the damage numbers at the end of the game, and Harry had like 18k damage, and the yep. closest person was like 8 or 7k, and I was like, yeah. dang, that guy kind of popped off. Yeah, <laughs> Harry also, uh, I'm telling you, man, if we counted property damage, he would have done some more. He like... Cthulhu dash directly into a gold fury wall. With like, I heard that at the end. I was like, I would like to see that. It was so brutal, man. You know the meme where it's like, I would like to see it. Yeah, <laughs> it, was, it was rough, bro. That, that, did Harry say anything when that happened, Vera? Because I was, I knew yeah. I had to ask you. He was like, yeah, I was dashing into a wall. <laughs> he like lived. He was like making these sick plays. He was juking around low HP, and then he Cthulhu dashes like directly into a wall like no chance he could have hit anything else he was he moved six inches but the little cthulhu trails like kind of went into the wall and just it just looked so troll it was just so funny man i don't know that dash like made me lose it but i think i was just a little punch drunk already at that point Uh, yeah i don't know i know it like 14 minutes into the game maybe a little bit before that but van had like 200 damage and Lazbra had like 300 damage <laughs> and it was just like you guys were on farmo mode you know a yeah. little bit of stardew valley sim there's nothing like <laughs> playing against herc support three games in a row and then him getting a lead three games in a row before i hit level five but I that's just, just unlucky that. <laughs> i mean that's I just love that that's just unlucky i mean nothing nothing you could really do about that there's uh, no correlation there herc getting at no. it no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> every game and it's just so unfair yeah. that Ronku gets to pick whatever he wants at all the time, right? Like, it, yep. nothing you can do about it. That, but that's what good teams do to you, man. They, they make it so you feel like you can't ban out the things that you're losing to because you'll just lose the things that you're banning out instead. Um, it was like, once I saw him pop off, I can't remember what set it was, but I was like, great, Ronnie's a Herc player now. That's just fantastic. Just keep increasing the number of herc supports in the spl that god is that character that god is broke it's so stupid dude broken that's a good little segue because i wanted to talk today about how to win the cool way in ranked because look if -hmm. you're gonna play i don't know let's say um let's say hell you're gonna play hell mid and you're just gonna farm and you're gonna get to the point where you're healing wins you the game in ranked can you feel that good about it and i for the record am not adding wolfie 2032 i love wolfie very much but hell is kind of like it's one of those cringe gods in ranked is is the phrase that everyone's using these days it doesn't feel good to me to win that way i want to win playing hades mid that's what i want to win doing because then i feel like i earned (laughs) it you know what i mean so i want to talk about some gods that you guys like for for me, I already mentioned Hell. I never feel like I got really outplayed by Hell and ranked. I'm sure it happens, but I don't feel like it happened. I've never once in my whole life, and I will go on record saying this: I've never once in my whole life gotten outplayed by a Bakasura ever. <laughs> never once, not even a single time. Doesn't matter who's playing it. That god just plays itself, and I get upset about it every single time. So, what are some gods that you guys feel that way about? Uh, that that if you you know. 
some lame gods that you think people should be avoiding in ranks so because we're trying to make the rank scene a better place uh fine we can start with you well that's a bit of a tough one because lately on my youtube and stuff i've been recommending very very cringe gods to <laughs> to just like farm cheese win rank games with like hades and anubis and stuff like that so okay hold on those are kind of cool you okay, think Hades solo. In... It's solo. All right, Hades is a bit cringe they, in solo. Yeah, yeah, they are not fun to play against. Let me let me tell you. I know that you probably don't play it that often. <laughs> I sure don't. Era or aggro, but nope. if you ever go against a Hades in solo, it is not fun at all. But I think, just as a general rule of thumb, playing characters that aren't traditionally good in your role and doing really well with them in ranked is very. It's very alpha, in my opinion. Yes. So if you play like, or building untraditionally and doing well mm. with it is very alpha as well. So. If you can do both at the same time, let's say, like, I don't know, play Jingwei solo and build full tank, that might be kind of alpha. I'm not going to lie. Even though the character Bad is example. So- <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> you had me going there. If you would have hit me with the... Okay, okay, that was just off the top of my head. Okay? All right, all right. What about, like, not, on not her tank? T- like, tank on her solo? Yeah, yeah, that would be alpha. And I think if you want to rank game with that, then I would uh, give you props. So I would just say anything that's kind of off meta. But... I personally think playing assassins in the solo lane, mm-hmm. just a, like general rule of thumb, assassins in solo. Um, I also think like in the dual lane specifically, it's also really good for winning ranked games, but just running it down with like double melee, double physical mm. uh, melee mm-hmm. characters. So like a warrior combined with an assassin in the dual lane and just like getting some cheese kills up to level five can get you some some wins in ranked as well. And I also think warrior's blessing in mid but not like the traditional sense where you go like the purple boots and then you get the warrior's blessing after but you know play like cthulhu mid with warrior's blessing and just like run at their red zone cooldown that would be pretty alpha as well yeah i like that i like the sound of that we did a a mid roll queue recently and shinto was saying that he loves playing cthulhu mid uh it's it's actually pretty good i'm never gonna get a chance all right which is better though jorm mid or cthulhu mid oh i mean like comparing apples to oranges i mean they kind of just do different things you know what i mean like what uh, do you mean they're both gigantic purple guardians yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they're both like big monsters that so athletically yes they are pretty similar aggro but i mean i'm talking from a kid's perspective here mm. uh jorm when he ults he's out of the fight cthulhu mm. when he ults he's in the fight you know oh, what i mean true. so it's like they're just kind of different but i would say in my i think i i prefer the cthulhu mid because jorm's just kind of useless all right, I'll be checking that out. I might be, I might be rocking one of those later on tonight. So ranked cues beware. Uh, Barra, what, what, what are your thoughts? I made a list. Oh, good. Characters. Okay, good. And, Some cringe characters. Uh, yeah, I'll just read them off. Herc support, Kuzumbo. Okay, whoa, whoa, whoa. I'm st- let me stop you right there. Okay, as someone who is now queuing mid support because support is OP in ranked, and I lock Hercules every game. Cringe. Because he is fun, he is okay. fun, cringe, and OP at the same time. So, mm-hmm. look, maybe from your perspective, it might be a little bit cringe. But from my perspective, I think he's kind of okay. You're telling me you get two blinked into your into their tower, and you're not giving that guy some props? Like, come on. No, if you're making the cool Herc plays, and it's a cool kit. If you're yeah. just being the guy that holds W and presses one, then Al trades me. That's cringe. Okay, well, I'm trying to two blink every single laning phase, so. <laughs> it's probably just stupid at that point. <laughs> okay. <laughs> How All many right. times are you hitting that? Uh, I'd say once every, like, four games. I'd say oh. once every four games. That's not bad, right? 
I thought you were going to say one out of four times. Oh, God, no, 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 <laughs> no. Yeah, maybe just stop doing it. What do you mean? That... No, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take. Come on. Who says that? Michael Scott? Yeah, Michael yeah Scott. It, well, it's Wayne Gretzky, Michael Scott. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, you forgot the one. <laughs> uh, look, that's cool. Okay, Herc, cool God, continue. No. <laughs> OP, but cool, continue. <laughs> Kuzumbo is next. Agree. And support or solo. Wait, how do you agree with that, but you don't agree with Herc? He's not fun. Okay, he is fun, but he's not as fun. You can't make his flat. You can't make flashy plays with Kuzumbo. Okay, that's true. With Herc, I can do some flashy stuff. You know, like if if my mid gets blinked on and I turn around and two them off, like to the assassin off right away before they beads or use their alt or whatever. Like that's a play right there. But if I just Kuzumbo push, like peeling as Herc is kind of cool. Yeah, peeling as <laughs> Herc is, is really cool. That's what I'm okay. saying. Yeah, yeah. Herc is cool. All right, I'm glad we're on the same page here. All right, Barry, go ahead. Cool. <laughs> glad we all agree. Herc plays are not cool, and it's just cringe because he just holds W. Anyways, Loki Solo is next, which... Oh, yes. ...is cringe for me because I'm an ADC player, but if I wasn't an ADC player, I would enjoy the Loki playstyle. Next. Yeah, wait, 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 wait. You do not get just get yeah. next pretty fast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you cannot be doing that. Fine. Can you I believe this? List. Last <laughs> we have I limited know, I, time I here, it. fellas. I remember him explaining himself. Yeah. About can you be, can you I believe actually, that? I agree and disagree with him. I disagree with him because oh. playing against it is obviously horrible. It's not fun, mm -hmm. and I think it's like kind of the opposite of what you want in a solo laner. And it's also bad to play as like with your team, like your teammates hate it as well. But. Yeah. I actually defended Dragon Story and all the people who hated the the rekit and all that because I could understand if you are committed or like you know you all in on that playstyle and you really enjoy it. I understand it because it's a different way to play the game than traditional mm -hmm. like than the traditional way to play it. So sure. if you're if you really enjoy that aspect of it, taking it away does kind of suck. And at the same time, like it's kind of like goes back to the argument of like trying to make things that aren't good work work is really fun. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of how Loki has become like what he is. You know what I mean? Like his entire play style is basically making the thing that's not supposed to work work. So I can kind of see it. But at the end mm -hmm. of the day, I still hate it. And I, I still am so happy that he's being rekitted. And I actually really enjoy his new kit, by the way, just a side note. Fine. Do you think um, if you became a Loki one trick, uh, could you be a better Loki in its current kit? player than ds1 or do you think your brain is just wired too differently to uh to adapt to the to the runaway play style uh yeah i think so i think i actually sometimes play like that i mean even in like spl like last year i i would play i would pick gods and just literally try and run away from them the entire time and get to the mid game mm. and so i can kind of understand it and i think i would be better than ds1 even though i love ds1 uh I think I would be better than him because that guy cannot hit melee autos. And I don't know if you've ever watched the stream, but sometimes <laughs> they literally walk up and miss his three and his one on Loki and just like ult out. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> I will say, I, I feel kind of bad dragging him. But if you're going to pick one character like 90% of your games and then not be good at executing the mechs of that character, like what are we hey, doing yeah. here, you know? It is a little bit rough. Ben thinks that he has a depth perception problem, which I think maybe he's <laughs> about. <laughs> Ben's like, you should see an eye doctor. <laughs> yeah, you should go to the optometrist or something. <laughs> That's actually so funny. Um, okay, Barra, please continue along along your list. Uh, Jingwei. Yeah, of course. Okay, I, I'm sorry that I'm stopping you after literally every single one of your gods, but you're bringing it's up fine. points that uh, that I want to I want to expand upon. You guys, <clears throat> I was told that you guys chose first pick today. Uh, oh God! And you're set I... against Sanguine, right? You chose first oh. pick. Is that correct? Yeah. Okay, so then you look. 
So you I first picked. Okay, I, no, I cannot go into the reasons to okay, why we did. Fair that. enough. Um, but here's all that you need to know. Fine. But trust me, I did not like it. Okay? <laughs> they first they choose first pick, and then game one, they top pick Jingwei. <laughs> it's not like that, okay. but it is. But I hated it. Okay. They win the game. <laughs> they win like the game. <laughs> so I so I can't so I can't drag you that hard because you did yeah, win that flawless. one game. Follow the strategy. I was you broke me. Go back and watch the death segment, Barra. I I broke like my brain. Like I was like, Ooh. okay, they must have chosen. They must have not had choice. They must have expected to be second pick, and then they got thrown for a loop by Sanguine picking second pick. And then production in my ear goes, "No, Renegades took for, chose first. And I was like, "All right, I guess they just <laughs> wanted to get Jingwei over first overall, even though it nope. isn't like it's literally just a wait and see what they're gonna pick so we can counter pick pick." I lost they only my mind. Prepared a strategy for second pick. They never thought a million. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> what, I, listen, fine. That's all I got. That's all I got, man. That's literally all I had because it made so little sense to me at the time. I was losing it. You can see like my brain cell just my last one just got like it just got voted off in Among Us. It just like f just gets jettisoned into orbit and it, it, it was all by itself. And it turns out that brain cell was, was not the imposter. Uh, so that one kind of got me. But yes, Jingwei, obviously a cringe god and ranked. Go ahead, Barra. Yeah. Um, and then I just put like a tie between Cuba and Rama just because I'm sure every ADC player is tired of playing those two gods at the current moment. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's fine to pick him in SPL. That's cool. That's fine. Scrims, fine. You can pick to pick it, practice, whatever. But if I had to play against another Rama, I mean, Cuba, not so much, but... I there was like a few days where I played ranked where it was just ninety five percent Rama against yep. me. And I had the just, same experience, dude. Stop. Like, <laughs> it's like that with Wukong right now in solo. Yeah, Wukong every single game, and it's 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 definitely lame. It's just I don't know. Like it's a fun character, but like every single game, it gets so boring. Wow, yeah, you really did post a whole list to into this yeah. into this group <laughs> yeah, chat that we made. Holy, I don't know how many. Cupid oh, is that they no, it's like I was just gonna say the problem with Ram and Cupid is that they weren't played for so like it's been like mm -hmm. four years since both of those characters were played pretty often and it's mm -hmm. just like they've had their time now for a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like three weeks of them being the top of the meta, like, all right, you're out of here. <laughs> like, we it's only patch like, so often, fellas. They buffed Rama ult a while back, and yep. then now it just hits you. If like if you can CC late game, you don't have beads, it's twelve hundred. Yep. Like you hold that. That's not fun. That, or if they're just on point, like most pro ADCs are on point with their snipes, you're getting hit by at least two of those, and then if they hit the last one, you're just okay. Yeah, that's too bad. I guess we lose a team fight. That's great. Yeah, that's and then Wukong. Uh... Yeah, I'll just go over Wukong real quick. Yeah, yeah. Why does the ult do 700? Bro, that <laughs> god is OP, man. He has to be right. Like, you look at like, Benji's build. Benji is building. He's building all offense except for Sledge and Void Shield, mm -hmm. and he's one-tapping every backliner he comes across and living because he's yep. Wukong. Like, it is, it's, why does that god do okay. so much damage? Is it the mage picks? Because he's only building Sledge for magical defense, and mages can't kill him, and I don't get it. Like, it's because you go beads as well, so. Yeah. Mages have need CC to like get most of their damage off, right? So if you just are always like in the air, always beating. You just insult always... every mage player. <laughs> well, no, no, no. no, no. I mean, <laughs> well, I'm actually kind of well. on the fine side on this one. Like, uh, I, I need some CC on my team. Is all I'm yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. You know? 
Uh, maybe it's the character's kids. Maybe it's the the player's brains. But either way, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, I just yeah. He's just kind of he's just so slippery, you know. Mm-hmm. Also, I mean, I personally, I think you guys haven't even mentioned the most OP part of his kid. It's his passive, dude. His passive yes. is ridiculous, mm-hmm. and it, it doesn't even make sense anymore. I'm sorry, I have to say it, but you go below fifty percent and you keep the passive your entire time. You're below fifty percent, right? That's yeah. fine. Like you know, that's just like a shifter shield. But mm-hmm. what happens when you go over fifty percent? is you get it for 12 seconds. So you, you keep it for 12 seconds. And That's if you go back time. down 50, yeah, and if you go back down 50%, it refreshes. So you basically, it's almost like you always have the passive, at least in like a, like if you're in a scenario where you're actually fighting somebody, you know? Right. That's, That's a, really cool. That's a long time. Yeah. 12 seconds is like an eternity in Smite. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I guess not time. in solo lane. I don't know. Solo lane <laughs> pacing just feels so weird. I was talking about this. I don't know if I was talking about it on the podcast or not, but when I like watch from a top down it's obviously very different but when i'm like watching spl in a jungler comes to gank on second blue respawn and the soul laner had just used their dash or their jump in order to clear and it's like come on man you've got to know that the jungler is going to be there on on if they're blues if you're blue spawning that means they're blue spawning which means their jungler is on your side of the map so you can't be doing that and then i play soul lane and I'm like jumping every wave, like I'm calling, <laughs> leaping in every wave. And I'm like, this guy's here again, man. What is this? Yeah. Like, why is he here? It just it, time feels so like distorted in solo lane. I, I don't understand it. It's weird because I think there's I mean, that's why solo lane has been like so cool over the years. Is there's so many micro plays where you fight for pressure and you fight each other. And I mean, these days you don't really kill each other that much, but you fight for totem pressure. You fight for like walking into the jungle first you walk like fight for like proxying and stuff like that and if you are constantly afraid of their jungler being there then you'll lose a lot of pressure throughout the game mm-hmm. and it's not as forgiving as like adc because i think in adc you can kind of clear the wave and back up and decide what you want to do there's a lot of time in between but uh like i don't know in solo you just fight over everything you know and um if you're just constantly afraid it definitely is going to be bad for your team i feel like my every time i play solo I feel like I age three years before I'm allowed to back for my boots. Like, I'm just, like, counting down the seconds <laughs> until I can, like, start actually clearing waves and doing things. And I'm like, okay, yeah. if, I, if, I get, if I get out-traded here, then I'm going to have to back before I can finish my full boots. And then my game is over, and I just feel so mm-hmm. dumb and useless. And then I just, like, it, it takes forever. It's funny because I've been playing some ADC as well in ranked, and... If I get like if I get two levels behind in ADC, I'm like, oh, this game's winnable. I we can, you know, I'll just get to late game and start hitting people really hard. If I get like 200 gold down, and so I'm like, all right, F6, this game's like, nothing I can do. How am I behind? Where's my jungler? You know, like stuff like that. It's just, yeah, I, I see what you're saying. It, I feel like you you calculate every little thing in solo, even though like a lot of times it's not even like that big of a deal. Yeah, it definitely feels like more magnified. And I agree when I when I get unlucky enough to get ADC. For the record, I hate playing ADC so much. It's below solo lane, which should tell you something, because I'm dog at solo. <laughs> I'm not I'm not contributing when I'm in solo lane, but I'm having more fun in solo than I am when I'm in ADC it, because it's just the laning phase, man. I hate I'm so bad at every laning phase. Oh, my God. I just like had a realization about my game, a little epiphany. I'm bad at the laning phase. You guys, I stink at it. <laughs> Good thing there's no laning player. phase in mid. Yeah, yeah. like. <laughs> I suck at laning. I'm really bad at laning. When I, whenever I play support, anyone who watches my stream, twitch.tv slash aggro, will know this. Um, <laughs> Not again. I hard in like level two constantly as a support, just like literally all of the time. But I get to team fights and I'm owning. 
And that's a fact. And I feel like I'm doing that in solo lane. I feel like I'm doing that in ADC. If I could just get to the team fighting phase, I think I could play any role. But I'm just so horrible at the laning phase for everything else. Maybe I just need to like, I need to, I need to get to work, man. Are you guys free this upcoming week? You know, Barrow, we do a day of you teaching me how to ADC laning phase. Then fine, we take the next day in solo lane. Like, you guys got nothing going on, right? ADC is not hard. Oh, perfect. What do I do in ADC laning phase, Barrow? Give me the give me the quick and dirty. You just stack your devos and avoid fighting. That's all you have to do. Mm. What happens when they get all my purples? Blame your team. <laughs> oh, I already do. Wait, I'm sick at the ADC laning phase. <laughs> Wait. That easy. Wait, I'm nuts at ADC laning phase. All right, well, I've already I mean, I've already figured it out. You have to know matchups. You have to know, like, if someone's fake pressuring. I mean, it's probably the same as solo. Like, if they're just, like, testing the waters or if they're trying to bait because their jungler is there, their jungler's not there. I mean, I think, I don't know if ranked players do that, but SPL players do it all the time. Like, they'll yeah. intentionally take a bad trade just to, like, make you think that their jungler's there or something. Wow, but, that's big brain. It's annoying. I'm just happy if I hit my stuff, man. I don't. I'm not thinking about anything, anything past that. <laughs> Base level, that's fine. Okay, yeah, yeah. That's that's all I'm going for. Um, all right, Barra, let's go. Let's keep going through your list uh, because we're only for for reference chat. We are about halfway through Barra's cringe, cringe list. God. Yeah, cringe gods only. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Sobek, any role. I mean, yes. support solo. Yes. When that god went through the At passive, Alec. okay, yeah. Don't be a Sobek player. <laughs> um, when that's that guy like I the, want to, <laughs> don't play the god. Um, just refuse, man. Got, yeah, just tell your team no. Um, but yeah, when that god's passive got buffed and he was unkillable through all stages of the early game, it was on a fun meta. Yep. And I put Geb as a cringe god because he's just annoying. And I feel like Geb's on my team do absolutely nothing, but yep. Geb's on the enemy team hard carry. Yep. And they have, like, perfect shields, perfect ults. I mean, no one really plays Geb anymore, but I figured I'd throw them on the list. And if you guys had watched our How to Climb in Ranked uh, podcast a little bit ago, you would know that you should not be picking Geb in Ranked because he stinks at winning, unless you're nuts. uh, Pick pressure. It's OP. Mm -hmm. Just not Herc, because that's cringe. Pick Herc. It's cool. And I put Fafnir on my team because all Fafnirs on my team cannot hit a hammer. (laughs) Wait, wait, Barra, you play with Jake. Yeah, you can't say Fafnir on my team when you have just... <laughs> Okay, all right. If you say so. It's a ranked list. Pinky promise. Okay. Um, yeah, just Fafnir's on my team. Literally can't hit a hammer. Just play another god. Just yep. pick any other god. Yep. And then uh, put Yemoja. Mm. Disagree. Hard disagree. Yeah, Yemoja's cool. Yeah. I'm, I'm with fine Yemoja's on this one. Yemoja's not cool. Yemoja is cool. Awesome. You know what? First of all... There's no good Yemoja players in ranked. The only ones that are yes. good are SBL players. Yes. And two, her she has a high skill ceiling in her kit. I'm going to yes. be honest. Her, her skill ceiling is very high. And Agreed. I just personally think she's pretty cool to watch. I agree. Maybe not to, something maybe not Mike to play said to me. Duo, I understand. But. Something Mike said to me a while ago that has really stuck with me was he said he doesn't think he's ever played a Yemoja team fight perfectly. Because you have so many options yeah. with things that you can do that there is always something you could have done better with that god. And I think that is super cool about her kit. I'm with fine on this one. We're 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 voting against Yamoja being cringe. Lame character. <laughs> wrong. Okay. Wrong. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, you can be wrong. That's fine. That's a good debate, guys. I like yeah. <laughs> uh, next one, Baka. Yes. 
Yeah. Baka might be number one for me, man. I, like I said, I have never once been outplayed by a Bakasura ever in my whole life. <laughs> they three, then Ford, and I'm dead. And there's nothing I can do about it. Uh, you can't. You can't miss. Uh, okay. I'm. Uh, go ahead. Yep. Oh, I was gonna say you can't shell or Aegis because both nope. of them feel bad. Can't. You'll you die no matter what. And then next is Kali. Kali is on the line for me. I don't know. Fine. Uh, maybe. Maybe. What are your thoughts on Kali? I'll see. I'll see who which side I want to be on here. <laughs> uh, I think in rank specifically, I disagree just because, you know, I don't think she has a, you know, she's not going to snowball the game that much. And oh. it's not like she's going to hyper farm and like, you know, all that. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't consider her as cringe, but if it gets to the late game, I, I definitely agree. Like that character kind of plays itself there, at least in a rank scenario. Mm -hmm. so. Yeah, you just kind of look at whatever portrait you have right above yours and your passive meter <laughs> and you go, all right. I'm going to dump everything into that and then yeah. you just go for it. <laughs> Cherry in chat says, leave Kali out of it. Typical Great Kali character. player. Uh, Mike says the K in Kali stands for cringe, but spelled with a K. <laughs> Fifth grade spelling beat champ, by the way. Nice job. Nice work there, Mike. Um, I'm going to go. I don't think Kali's that cringe and ranked. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to oppose you here, Baron. I don't think she is. Yep, that's incorrect. OK, next one. <laughs> Afro. <laughs> Obviously, yes. Yeah. Oh. Obviously, yes. Oh. No, all no, healers. No. All of them. Every single one. Except for Ra. I've been after every game, so I don't even know. Yeah, that's a good call. Ra is very cool. Ra is very alpha. Mm -hmm. He's actually number one on my cool list. Yes, dude. And okay. you're right. And you're right to put him there. Wait, I just took a look at your... This is your cool list? I thought it was your no, role-specific cringe. cringe list. No, that's my role-specific cool list. You have Nox on here, man. Yeah, Nox is a cool character. Oh, if, you okay. it, if you miss everything, well, okay, Nox we'll address that when also, we get there. Oh, yeah, you're skipping right. away. Right. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Okay, I apologize. Right, so I tried to do some work. No, I. You know what? I appreciate that, Barrett. Thank you. Know, you. Thank you. Okay, you're doing a great job. So, next one is Mori. Yes. Yes. Thank you. There is wow. there is a misconception out there <laughs> that in ranked Morgan is a hard god to play. I think in Dude. competitive, Morgan is a very hard god to play properly. In ranked, I think she's one of the easiest mages to play because you, no one's going to play around you. No one. You're going to get on top of a backliner. You're going to one-shot them, and then you're going to win the game off of it. And it does not matter what you're transforming into the vast majority of the time. I agree. I've got Morgan very high on my list that I did not write down. It is not a cool character like well you stealth in you one shot someone and same reason loki's on there you stealth in there you one shot someone then you can turn into a whole another character that's really cool well loki can't do that well yeah more just a better loki there's that Holy have crap. you guys seen that one casual morgan player that has like 80 stars yes on her? dude i okay what oh what is that guy's name hopefully someone in chat knows it's like yatsui or like yeah it's like it starts with a y i know that yeah, yeah, Yotsuo, Yotsuo. Yeah, 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 something like that. And every yeah. time I see him, I'm like, "How Thanks do you play a character that much?" And everyone in my chat always responds, "Well, you get to play every character, so technically <laughs> it's actually really fun." Yeah, uh, like, listen, no, that's not how that works. I appreciate that player for playing a lot of Smite, um, and and loving the game. Clearly, I do not have a whole lot of respect for that because it's more like it's more getting casuals, man. It's just free low. Every single game. It just is. Yeah. It, it's not. It's just like I just don't think it's hard. 
I dodge if, if I queue a casual and I go against that guy, I get out of the casual conquest queue. I go play arena. I'm not even kidding. It's not because it's not worth it, man. My team is just gonna die to him a billion times. It's not even worth nope. playing. Yep, that's the way it goes. Uh, next is a uh, Hebo. Yeah. Yeah. No, I'm wow. agreed. Yeah, okay. I think you're fine. I don't know why he's hesitating over Because he wasn't good. Like, he was always, like, kind of fringe yeah. for a while. He was, like, fringe, wow. and it's kind of cool to see him in meta. But that god is OP. My theory is that he was good that entire time, and nobody yep. just had the cojones to... <laughs> that is very possible. ...use him, you know? That is very possible. It was sure. literally the Paul play, and then Hebo came back. Paul, definitely a big part of it. Like, no doubt about that. He got, like, that triple, like his mids or whatever at red and then pk picked him up or sk or whatever yeah well uh hebo's meta pcat also um a, a hebo abuser last year so i think he deserves some blame um for his time in mid at the very least right agreed yeah hebo not fun character and then last one i put i might be missing a few but i just put hell 100 percent. all healers again except for uh except Ra. for raw who is objectively uh, cool. And Chonga. No, Chonga and, and, is... Uh, and Chiron. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Chiron is one of the most alpha gods in the whole game, for sure. Um, let's get that straight right now. And uh, Chonga is absolutely cringe. 100%. It is not close. I hate that god. I have a deep, deep hatred for Chonga... Because what? season two, <laughs> because what? season two on Xbox, let it out. Let it I out. will. <laughs> Thank you. Fine, I will. Don't mind if I <laughs> SpongeBob voice. Is this seat taken? Uh, <laughs> season two. Okay, in mid on Xbox in the meta, we were pl- everyone was playing like Poseidon and Isis and these like big CC characters or like one big burst of damage, and there were a bunch of mid laners who couldn't hit any buttons who just started playing Chonga because they couldn't hit buttons and it's unmissable and they can't get Kraken, which was what everyone was playing at the time. And I just scrim against Chonga like five days a week and I hated it. I hated it so much. I hate losing that character. It brings me back. I can't stand it. I think I took most from that is that you scrim five days a week. That's a lot. I think we did scrim like five days, like at least four, I would say. That's four more than we do. <laughs> yeah, from what I hear, I think you might be right. <laughs> if any other team said that, I wouldn't have believed you, but uh, I, th- I think you might be onto something there. Okay, well then let's go over some of the alpha gods that you should be playing um, if you uh, want to be cool. Oh yeah, okay, thank you for clarifying. Yeah, yeah. You should not be playing most of these in ADC. No, 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 if you want to be cool. Um, yeah. Fine, you already said uh, some non, um, non-traditional gods with non-traditional builds. Um, mm-hmm. But Bear has talked for so long. I want to get. I, I want to give you know the guests some airtime a little bit. Bear, come on, man. Um, <laughs> I don't. I really don't mean that. I don't know. I'm doing a horror. My brain is just literally all over the place. I don't even know what's happening. Um, fine. What are some of your favorite uh, unique builds that you've gotten a chance to showcase uh, over the years in ranked that you think some people could uh, could pop off with, if they're sick nasty, uh- of course. Yeah, I love the sustain builds. Obviously, if they don't build anti-heal, which, I mean, most of the time, well, most of the time, <laughs> even in SPL, sometimes people don't build anti-heal, which is pretty yep. funny to watch. But, like, I'm talking, like, you go Soul Eater, you go Gaia, you go Mail of Renewal, and, mm. like, last season, you could go, like, Berserkers as well or Glad Shield. You throw all of those together, 
And then you just like 1v5. There's a clip of me doing it. And this this was like, I mean, this was like two years ago. And they didn't have any anti-heal. And you just survive for so long. And it's so funny <laughs> to just sit there and just keep healing it. And uh, you just see like your health bar go from like 25% to 100% after like one kill and one knockup or something. Um, those are fun builds. I also like um, building uh, like carry characters like hunters or mm-hmm. mages, like full tank and seeing if they can work. And making them work in in ranked, my one of my favorite characters for a long time to play in solo is Raijin. Raijin oh, yeah. with full tank or full bruiser and like throwing a gem of isolation, and that character smacks, dude. And control it is. And the thing is, if you just dash in there like the Ben dash, the Captain Twig dash, and just do that on <laughs> cooldown with full CDR and your full tank, like you actually you're actually really good as a tank and as a frontliner. And um, just playing any of those characters like that with like fro- like playing some hunters with like a frostbound and like a, a void shield thrown in there so you get the the percent pen for your teammates and you slow them down so everybody can hit them that's real fun but the number one thing that you should play right now okay i okay. call this the sieging build ready Ooh. you play fafnir okay tyrannical plate helm pythag shogun's talisman of energy emperor's armor and then whatever you need last item i don't know you could throw whatever you need in there and then you just wait for the sieges, right? You have all the items that are perfect for sieging. Right. And you just walk into the phoenixes and you backdoor. And preferably you have a Cronus on your team who's full power with a Polynomicon. I mean, that's... Right. I mean, just we also... Kind of assist. Yeah, crazy you even said that. <laughs> that'll, just assist, <laughs> that'll just assist with the build. But then, yeah, you just call it the sieging build. You two your Cronus, you go and backdoor everything and never fight. Interesting. Okay. I don't know how somebody alpha can pull that, that off. sounds. Well, if somebody can pull that, that would be really alpha. If somebody can pull that off, get to like 50 minutes into a game and just back to every Phoenix on cooldown without fighting, that'd be cool. <laughs> you really think so? Huh? <laughs> yeah, 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 really? So. Oh, okay. All right. Fair enough. That uh, that, se- that seems good to me. Yeah, sure. Uh, Barra, go ahead and talk for a long time again. <laughs> maybe, maybe that was working out better. I just made a list, man. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I, again, uh, I do appreciate it. and You're doing a great job. Oh. All right, buddy. No need for the sarcasm. <laughs> it wasn't being sarcastic. I meant it. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought we were going to go over each rule. Okay. Well. That's fine by me. Okay. I'll just read them fast, then you guys can talk about them if you want to. Yeah, that sounds good. That sounds good. That's yeah, good. that sounds good. ADC. Uh, AMC. Yeah, that's pretty alpha, I'd say. AMC. Artemis, Uller, Chiron, Haim, Apollo. Okay. Uller is not alpha, man. No, 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 no. There are a couple in there. If he's not OP, he's alpha. Okay, is he OP right now? Not really. I mean, he's still decent, but... Okay, so he's somewhat alpha. Yeah. All right, I will agree with Apollo and Chiron and AMC. Those are my three... uh, Those are the three ones that I think are are pretty alpha on Barra's list. Fine, what what, what were some of your thoughts on Barra's list? I agree with everything besides Uller. Even though I think Heim's playstyle is, like not very alpha like he it's like very easy to just not get ganked and teleport away mm-hmm. and kind of do all that i think the character itself has such a high skill cap that it is kind of alpha to be really good with him so it's yep. good to play him mm-hmm. and but uller i disagree with even when he's not op i just feel like the character is so like people people have said for the longest time that uller has the highest skill cap in the game which i think we can all agree that is not true at all agree all you have to do is hit your axe and then your three one combo is yep. perfectly fine to hit perfectly easy yep and uh I don't know. I just I, personally, I think the fact that if you just get hit by an axe, you kind of take all your health without beads, or you die if you don't have beads if you used it earlier. Mm-hmm. I don't really like that aspect, so I think he's kind of, I think he's beta. But everything else, I agree with. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that. I I kind of agree with Heim. I think Heim is really cool. Um, I didn't think that he was that sick until the first time that 
uh, I had the the guy was casting his two, the, the Heim was casting his two, portaled at me, portaled at his feet, short ported, knocked me up with the close part, and then ulted me and one shot me. And I was like, mm-hmm. I just got owned. Like, I, 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 okay, like, I don't know. That was kind of alpha. I've got a lot more respect for Heim after I realized that was done. And I still have not practiced doing it to other people, but it is on the list of things I want to work <laughs> on. Um, all right, how about how about jungle here, Para? I don't know. Your list goes ADC jungle support mid solo. Okay, what what is that? Around, man. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know, man. Okay, all right, fair enough. Um, all right, let's go. Let's go jungle. I'll just read them all off, then you guys can agree, disagree. Okay. Naja, Bastet, Serket, Susano, Thor, Oelix. Um. Yeah, I think you missed one on this one, Chief. Um, I think maybe the entire list. <laughs> no, no. Okay, uh, Willix is cool. Yeah, yeah, Willix for sure. Oh, Willix is an alpha god. Thor as well. Thor is as well, for sure. And Bastet, I would say yes, but Nadia's But only because she's not that good. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Nadia's mm. and Susano are so Serket awesome. definitely I'm, not. Susano, I love. Susano, I love, but I don't know how alpha he is. Susano's oh. like Uller, where I think like new players and noobs think that he has a really high skill cap, but in reality, he's probably one of the lowest skill caps in the entire jungle, in my opinion. And okay. I just think that... What? I thought I, I was kind of had a sick Susano, but I guess it's not that I know. Right? He's like, I put my one on Instacast, and then I clicked it. It was perfect. <laughs> All right, <laughs> oh, well, no. you know I'm auto-canceling in between every part of the one, yeah. so you got to be loving oh, that's that. That's good. That is, that is talented, for sure. But, um, Thank you, uh, so- no, Sorry. but yeah, I I disagree with Neja for Ken Susano. I, I think Neja is kind of the thing about Neja is that he is. I feel like the only like high skill cap for him is raw hitting your ults. Everything else is pretty easy in my opinion. Wait, are you saying like if you sash somebody and then ult pass them and nail the guy oh, back? There? Yeah, that's, that's a cool clean. play. Neja's cool cool alpha for sure. Sir Ken has cool oh. plays too, though. Sir Ken has cool plays too, where you like double taunt people. That doesn't mean she's an alpha character. The character plays itself. Yeah. Uh, Okay, but what about when you boosh, which is when not boosh beads, but when you boosh circuit someone, where you ult a minion, no, where you <laughs> yeah. ult a minion into someone and then it explodes. That's alpha. If you could pull that off, then you're an alpha circuit player. You get uh, a keep it heart bomb on that, then right. throw a Kumba one in there and throw them off to somebody. That that might be sick. Okay, but now we're talking combos. Yeah, now we're talking combos, which is a little bit cheating. Uh, I agree that circuit is not alpha. Bastet does not feel particularly alpha to me. Um, but Naja, Thor, and Awilix all are, so I'm, I'm kind of with you on that one. Um, okay. Also, playing uh, playing junglers that people think you're trolling and then owning with them, a.k.a. going chalk uh, in the jungle. Chalk jungle is alpha, for sure. What? Yes. Are you just saying that Casino is in the trash? No, okay, maybe. <laughs> but, no, okay, I'm not saying it just because, but I will say that Sino did inspire me with chalk jungle he told me he was op i told him he was trolling he said trust me man just go play it and i was slamming and i decided it was op and very i was having so much fun because you know as you're like doing your third auto attack as chalk you know you're getting the big swing you're hitting someone for a million you see the light drain from their puny little assassin eyes and you know (laughs) that they're upset that they just got beat on by a chalk jungle. Like, that that's mental damage that you're dealing to them, you know? That's cool. No. That's All right. Not cool. No I comment. Nothing cool about chalk. <sighs> Whatever, man. Just say your supports. He has some cool skins. He do have some cool skins. No doubt about that. 
You know where the skins are. I just like the bloody one. No, that one's bloody the that one. one's overrated for Jeez. sure. Yeah, that's great. He has one of the best. <laughs> uh, he has one of the best golden uh, or like legendary card arts. His his like golden or legendary card art, so sick. Definitely one of my favorites. Yeah, Do you guys have favorite card arts? No. Really? Yes, but I don't remember any of them. I don't look at them. Sometimes I pick skins based on their card arts more than what they actually look like in game. Is that weird? Wow. <laughs> no. Oh. Okay. Neja's uh, blue skin has a cool card art. Yeah. I like that one. Yeah. Neja, yeah, that's a good one. Okay. Sometimes I do look at the card arts and I'm like, wow, a very talented person made this card <laughs> art and it is very cool. And I built the the most powerful pc i could so i could look at it for the least amount <laughs> yeah, of time exactly so i can stare at my chat and tell them you know <laughs> yeah. not even look at the screen while that's happening <laughs> yeah exactly and then i get mad if someone else doesn't connect and i have to look at it longer um all right who are some of your alpha supports Barra? oh uh i thought we did that one for some reason uh naja tier aries serb ganesha ymir sylv only pools <laughs> As Wait. soon as you cast Sylv 2, you're cringing. Like, yeah. <laughs> I, I do have a question. Are you saying that only the pull part of his kit is alpha? Or are you saying when yeah. somebody plays Sylvanas and only clicks three, is it, it's <laughs> alpha? It's alpha. <laughs> <laughs> like, b- blink into four people, have the perfect opportunity to alt, but you yeah. only pull one dude. You just pull one person. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's alpha. You got to say what you got to say that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I agree. Sorry. Okay. But uh, honestly, only the pull part. But now that you say that, that's way cooler. Okay, Ganesh, Neil Ma's in the chat saying Ganesha is not alpha. Big yeah, disagree, dude. Ganesh is so fun. I love playing Ganesh, and I feel like I'm an alpha when I play him. So I'm doing it. Um, and I'm feeling good about it. Serb, yes, for sure. I'd say Ymir is pretty alpha. Ares, I do not feel is particularly alpha. Because like sometimes you just get the perfect Ares game where no one has CC immunity... And everyone has a dash, and it's like, okay, man, like, mm-hmm. you did it. Like, you found, we, <laughs> we messed up in team, in, in the draft, and you found the god, like. But isn't that when it's alpha? When you're picking it no. into the worst possible situation, and then you're going to pop off anyways? Yeah, if you really mind game me, I guess. Thank you. Well, I mean, look at my ADC list, dude. I literally had AMC on there. Like, literally every comp beats AMC. That is true. Uh. I normally don't call out people who are explicitly wrong in chat, but Whimsical, I'm sorry. Um, Whimsical says Kumba is alpha. Oh. Kumba is the worst character in the game. That is unbelievable <laughs> yeah. that someone thought that sentence in their mind and then actually put it into the universe. Like, it could have stayed in your brain and none of us would have had to know. Um, keep watching the podcast and, and, and type in the chat though. That's we love having you here, but uh, is, is not alpha, man. He is not. God is that God. So annoying to play against. I hate him. I hate him so much. All right. Who are some, who are some alpha supports in your mind? Uh, fine. Um, I think I actually disagree with you, Agar. I think Aries is alpha. I don't think, okay. I don't think Ganesha or Neja are alpha from Barra's list, but Ymir definitely is. I think Sylvanas, I mean, if we're talking season one, Sylvanas, where you could heal the minions, definitely not alpha. But Sylvanas in today's, yeah, today Sylvanas is definitely alpha. He's one of my go-to characters when I get the support role. Well, not these days, because you kind of just have to sit there and pick, like, Herc, Mulan, and Ranked if you want to win. But um, 
As far as other, I, like I said before, my opinion, the number one right now is Yamoja. I disagree with Bear a lot on that one. I, yep. I think Yamoja is pure alpha. alpha. Yeah, yep. yeah, I think she's pure <laughs> alpha. And like I said, though, you, uh, name a single player that isn't an SPL player that you've seen play Yamoja and you, you said, wow, this he's like pretty good at this character. But you can't okay. name one. Well, yeah, I completely yeah. agree with you. There but you <laughs> it's still a cringe character, dude. Nope. If they make a half decent play, it's as good as any other support. Which is why the god's so annoying. Because okay. maybe I can see you, that. If you have a half decent ult, a half decent three, and then oh, I found my two key, and I'm standing next to my teammate in a late game team fight. Woohoo! Yeah, but if you're hitting like the sick like Riptide to pull someone in, ult the the assassin off your bit mid laner who forgets that they could run through your mojo wall and dies anyways, and you think like, what's even the point of me queuing this rank game? Like those are cool moments, you know? Yeah, <laughs> great. Okay, everything's fine over here. Um, I think Mulan as well. Mulan support is alpha. Yeah, and I'd agree fun. with Mulan support and fun. Listen, Barra, just because it jams pressure doesn't mean it's immediately cringe. Like, yeah, I'm surprised you didn't put it in your cringe spot, Barra. Yeah, me too. Okay, yeah, that was a, that was a misplay by me for sure. But Mulan <laughs> is definitely a cringe support. No. She runs at you, presses two for like 120 level one. Yeah. That is actually yeah. damage. Yes, you are correct. <laughs> <laughs> and, <laughs> and then she hits level two and presses F1 to level up her one bit, her first ability, and then she casts that on you. No, you uh, got to get the pool level two, put him out of position, force oh, okay. the beat. Come on, okay, 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 okay. I thought you queued support. Oh, I'm not queuing to Mulan, that's for sure. Maybe I start, okay, though. Okay. Maybe, that's, maybe that's the next one I start going for. It should be. The plat border Hercules is uh, is already ruining enough games. You know, that's that's what I'm saying. Um <laughs> Neil, Neil Ma, uh, pro support for PK and, and friend of the pod, is losing his mind in chat because we have not said that Hachiman's support is alpha or that Robin's support is alpha or that Raijin's support is alpha. Um, I will mm. say of those three, I think Robin's support is the least alpha unless you are doing it in SPL like <laughs> Neil did and not caring about the outcome of your own personal game. Um Close. I'm I'm down with that. That was kind of alpha by Neil. You got to you got to give him that. No. Okay. All right. Guess not. <laughs> no. All right. Guess you don't got to give him that. All right. I tried. Sorry, Neil. I did my best. Hey, nothing I can do about that. All right. Uh, your mid list, Barra. Uh, this one's kind of in order. Um. Well, the first three: Ross, Lathoth, and then Nox, Isis, Janus. Nox. Okay, I have to clarify this one. Nox is only good slash cool if the person is making plays not doing two ones on cooldown and team fights and going for like the banger ults that one shot backliner that's the only time that kid is cool most nox players 96 7 8 9 percent of them are very bad nox players and they'll just two one and they'll beads and then waste both their buttons good nox players that are very 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 rare it's a cool kit that's my speech. Fine. I know you pop into the podcast every once in a while, but <laughs> this has been a long-standing battle between Barra and I. That Barra thinks Nox's kit is really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think Nox's kit is inherently OP, and it's really just that no one has dedicated enough time to to being a Nox a, a filthy Nox one trick because the god is so cringe. I mean. It- her two does counter everybody in the game. That's what I'm saying. Use abilities. Nox, use that's abilities. what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. But Nox is inherently cringe. She has to. Be. Oh, she has wait, to. Wait, real? Yeah. 
doing the double dash is also a cool play. That Sorry. is a cool play. That is a cool that is play. cool. That's the thing. I mean, every cringe character has or cringe character has some elements of coolness to them. Yeah. But the problem is, like, are they fundamentally cringe or not? That's what we have to address here. <laughs> right. I just feel like <laughs> I just feel like Nox is fundamentally cringe. Yes. And also, to be fair, I don't know if you guys remember this in season four when I was on a team with Hurry. We played a lot of Terra Nox. You and did. I, that is an alpha combo. Okay? Yeah. Terra blink ults somebody, then Nox ults the backline, and they just get one shot. That is yep. cool. And you can't Aegis it. Yeah, you can't. You literally can't. It's impossible. Yeah, you can't. Your Terra won't proc until the Aegis is right. left or gone. But anyway, Nox as a character itself, no, that is that's a cringe character. Not I agree. Character. There's also um, one alpha character really missing from your list here, Barra. The Z-Man. Oh. Where's Zeus on your alpha list, man? Oh, that god's just bad. It doesn't agreed. Yeah, agreed. <laughs> that god is just bad, but he is alpha. Fine, uh, come on. Have my back here, man. Auto attack Zeus, maybe, but uh, yeah. in general, I don't think he's. Bruh. I don't know, man. What is more alpha than going into a game saying, I'm down to die 10 times, but I'm still going out as top damage? That's what Zeus says every game. Like, come on. That is kind of cool, I guess. Although his. Just a side note, Zeus 2, do you think maybe Zeus 2's worst ability in Smite? I think it might be. Yeah. It might be. Yeah, it very well it could be. be. Yeah, it very well could be. that uh, It is not a good ability. His ult is also not very good at all. Um, when you actually look at like how much damage it does, uh, yeah. it, it, it has no additional effects. It's just occasional damage in a big AoE, and that's all what you got. Like, sped up his one projectile and the bounce speed. That would make him pretty good. Okay, so here's the problem is that everyone who doesn't like play high level conquest hates Zeus because they think he's so OP in like arena and joust <laughs> yeah. and assault that if like Pon Pon goes on Patra, I was like, all right, we're speeding up Zeus's chain lightning projectile. They are going to claw their own eyeballs out. They're going to be like, <laughs> what are you doing? This god is so broken. They, they don't know, you know? They don't know. We got to educate he's them. like Kibo, where he's actually OP. We just don't really know it oh uh fine if you're gonna yeah, stream after right. this podcast tonight uh please play like two <laughs> zeus games just in case one of them's a fluke um yeah. and you'll know you know okay okay and, and you'll Fair know enough. because otherwise it's it, it's gonna get a little bit rough i do agree thoth is also kind of cringe because uh i think that that kid is pretty easy to play um but Ra is by far the he might be the most alpha character in all of smite in my mind. Mm -hmm. Like, Ra might be number one alpha character. Fine, you don't seem convinced. I mean, he's definitely up there. I'm just not... I don't know if I'm willing to say he is number one. I have to consider some other options. I mean, you've got you've got options when you're playing Ra. You can go, like, flashbang Ra. Like, that is as yeah, alpha as true. it gets. Yeah. I don't know. I'm, I just need to look at the gods real quick. Right. Okay, Kabrakin. Kabrakin. It's Kabrakin. Okay. What? Kibrakin Why is Kabrakin the most alpha? Kabrakin's number one. Because he's, he's the destroyer of mountains. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> Do I need oh, to say of more? Of course. <laughs> no, you mentioned the mountain destroying. Yeah, I totally forgot about how my mountains are just completely effed if Kabrakin is around. <laughs> no, I, I think maybe Kabrakin's definitely top five, but I think Ymir's got kind of in contention for Raw. I think. Uh, I think, yeah. Um, I personally. 
think that Mulan is up there too, but that's just me. But I think uh, I think <laughs> Set might be up there. What? Yeah, Set is cool, dude. Dude. I, I love me some set, but set jungle in ranked is so broken that it's that is true. Yeah. But that's just jungle, man. That's just jungle. But especially okay. true with set, I suppose. Bobby Yaga, Bobby Yaga's number one. <laughs> why? <laughs> because... Give me three reasons why by, by Bobby Yaga's most alpha character in the game. First of all, number one. I'll give you one reason. Okay, she's the witch of the woods. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. No. All right, no, I'll, I'll count that. Number two. I don't know. The character is so bad that playing her and making her work is really alpha That's i was talking on stream at one point twitch.tv slash aggro if um if it would be cool if i became a baba yaga one trick and like that was my bit that i just like only played baba from now on like that would be kind of alpha i think i said those exact words so maybe you're right i mean this is Plus, you, can, number one. you can go blink house mode and then you're just a house in the yeah. middle of the whole team like you're bringing real estate to the conversation that's good <laughs> Okay. Clearly, we have to wrap this up because my brain is, is de- so many times during this conversation. <laughs> my brain is deteriorating. Uh, we're missing the solo lane, uh, Barra. Your your list here. Okay. Real quick, I just need to say all warriors are not cool in the solo lane, and that's nothing oh. against warriors. <laughs> okay. Uh, will you just shut up, man? <laughs> <laughs> nice, nice pop culture reference. I uh, I'm there with that. Nice work. I had to think about what it was. Um, yeah. Yeah, Warriors as a class are just not cool characters. I think overall, as the entire class out of... If you stacked each class, it would be on the bottom on the cool scale. And Disagree. I think if you just put anything but Warriors in the solo lane, Assassins, Mages, Hunters, probably not Guardians. All, all any, okay, so any Warriors those, and Guardians. <laughs> Guardians are also not cool. Okay. Um, so anything the, that's not good in solo is cool, right? <laughs> like anything yeah. that's good or could be good in okay. solo is cringe. It's just warriors aren't cool characters. Like the only thing that makes warriors annoying is thorns. Like their kit, their kits are just boring, and that's why Fine's literally over there playing whatever he can in the solo lane because warrior <laughs> kits are just boring. <laughs> I don't think so. Fine. What do what do you? Th- I think warriors some have some of the coolest kits in the whole game. I think some of them are fun. I mean, I I wouldn't say that they're the most fun class. I definitely agree with Bear there. I think mages are the most fun class, but I mean, I think some of them are fun. Like I said, Mulan's really fun. I think Horus is one of the most fun. Yes, dude, Horus is, is so, so cool. I love Horus. He's Horace. so fun to play. I think, uh, <laughs> how can, okay, Arthur is objectively fun. Like, the character yes. always has an ability, okay, ability Arthur- to to be used like there's there's always something to do is the only cool warrior bear I, I don't even know if you're qualified to say that yeah. i watched you play arthur in assault and you maxed like your three you put one point in your <laughs> one know. and then you maxed your three. Oh no <laughs> i was like a spinny boy <laughs> you can do that okay all right no no i can't i can't get into that okay achilles is also an alpha character he's gotta be <laughs> Fine, do not make that face at me, man. Achilles, uh, what is more op- what is more alpha than deciding to kill people and take more damage as a result? That's what his ult does. That's cool. Yeah, the problem with that is though, if you're executing people, you're probably not just sitting there taking damage. You know what I mean? Like maybe not you. Probably, 
<laughs> Maybe you're playing Barbie. correctly. Yeah, right. I don't have like... much experience executing people. Oh, wait, I executed four people in a row for a water pill in an SPL game. But oh. anyway, um, uh, no. The ego on this guy. <laughs> Typical ghost player with their ego, right, Bear? I mean, come on. All I'm saying is that if you're executing people, usually the mantra is if you're killing people in a team fight, that's why like items like Mail of Renewal usually aren't as good as like other items because you want to build for the beginning of the fight. But if you're killing people already by doing stuff in the in a fight, then you're probably winning the fight anyway. So I would just I would say that the extra damage that you take from Achilles ult is really not that big of a deal. But to go back to what you said before, no, I don't think Achilles is a very alpha god. That's okay, that's, that's just my opinion. But I mean I do agree with Barra in the sense that I mean I said it earlier, playing anything but warriors and guardians, like playing assassins in solo is really alpha and like making mages work there is like with like a tank build and all that is uh pretty alpha. But I mean there's some guardians that I think are pretty alpha in solo as well. Like Bacchus? Bacchus solo? That is alpha as well. Agreed. Agreed. Yeah, I can get behind Wait, that. Sobek? Sobek? No, not Sobek. No, no, no. No, no, no. Okay. That was a bit, okay. <laughs> no, no, no. What were you going to say, Barry? God. Barry, were you, did you have something else? Oh, no. I, was oh, I thought you were going to say something. Okay. We're already over time anyway, so that's totally fine. It's time for our uh, qu- random question of the week which i have just now realized um i haven't thought about up until this point oh. so oh yeah on twitter oh you yeah. saw one on twitter no go for it it was your favorite movie snack favorite movie snack yeah. i feel like that's kind of easy right it's got to be popcorn because here's the thing bunch of crunch the 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 delicious little like chocolate it's that you can get those are good but here's the deal nothing they're like you know those scales for like what is the loudest thing in decibels and it's like being next to a speaker at a concert right being right behind a fighter jet opening a box of bunch of crunch during a movie is like right in between being in the front row speaker at a concert and being behind a fighter jet like it is so loud whenever you open it like you have to like rip all the plastic off and then it's every time you're like turn it over to pour it into your hand like I, I just don't I just don't know man a bunch of crunch is too loud um it's gotta it's gotta be popcorn I think it's I think oh, it's gotta good. be popcorn but you know what's go ahead fine really good that I think maybe underrated a little bit snow caps you guys remember those no those are gross <laughs> those are, <laughs> what those are unequivocally Paris gross says, no first of all the fact that you haven't that you don't know what I'm talking about is a little concerning but aggro more concerning <laughs> you said those are gross those are objectively are those gross those are objectively gross man I don't know and never what? once have I been like yes man snow caps <laughs> what did you eat then bunch of crunch and then when I got too too much social anxiety to make that much noise I started eating popcorn all the time <laughs> like a normal okay. person going to the movies come okay. on man alright fair enough okay here's the question for you fun how much butter? Uh, how much butter are you getting on your popcorn at the movie theater? You telling them light butter? At the you, movie theater? Yeah. Well, at home, I just microwave the little bags and eat that when I watch a movie. But at the movie theater, I don't think I'm getting any extra butter to be honest. Really? I feel like I need yeah. it. And I know it's horrible for me, but that's uh, that's kind of the way it's got to be. I don't know. If I don't I'm even there, think I'm it's there. real butter. It's probably not real. Oh no, I'm sure. I'm sure no. it's even worse than real butter. Uh, Barra, what's your favorite movie snack? I was going to say any sour candy that they have. It's sour like, candy. Yeah, I'm not really like a picky sour candy eater. Just any kind of sour candy I just love. And I do love sour candy as well, Barra. I agreed. Thank you. What is the... Um, it's like the... It comes in a white like shaker bottle. And it's at the... 
when you go to the movies, you can let it's like an extra thing you shake in your pocket. It's like cream cheese. No, it's not cream cheese. <laughs> <laughs> <What>? <laughs> Sour cream cheese. <laughs> no, it's like it's like like part like some sort of cheese powder, like Parmesan cheese, basically. Yeah, it's but it's not Parmesan. real Parmesan cheese. It's like always some like really cheap, horrible, like yeah, disgusting <laughs> thing. White cheddar. That's it. Thank you. White cheddar is my favorite popcorn. Uh, Sorry. White cheddar, yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, have you guys ever had like the smart food uh, white cheddar popcorn bags? Like you can yeah, get at the grocery yeah, store. Those, those things are, are so good. Recently, mm-hmm. we started getting some ranch seasoning and putting that on our white cheddar popcorn. <sighs> like, gene. Yeah, yeah, I haven't done that, dude. But. You gotta try it. It is actually so good. Okay, because we really have to go, but Chad is gonna riot, so we have to ask you. Fine, if if only because you forced us to with this banana shirt. Uh, One yeah. alpha, <laughs> very alpha silverback gorilla in a fight to the death against 100 Mifflin clones. Who wins? <sighs> you guys are going to hate me for my answer. Uh-huh. But I mean, the thing is, I literally took Panda to class for this. Like, I literally <laughs> taught him everything he knew. So when I watched the I was actually kind of I was actually proud of him when I uh-huh. watched the last podcast because he actually kind of. Describe my argument perfectly for okay. myself, so I don't even really have to repeat it. But yeah, I think the Mifflins would win. I, I just, I mean, I get it. I get it. A silverback gorilla, it's like Master Chief, basically in the flesh. But <laughs> yeah, I just, uh, I just don't see like there. It gets tired for one. It gets tired. Two, the weight of the Mifflins would become a problem, especially if they're fearless and they're dogpiling him. Not no, no, sure. that, that didn't. That sounded like it came out wrong. I meant like if they dogpiled him. Sure, any human being if they it'd be tons of, of them, tons of weight yes oh, yeah yeah it, it would be hard for the on top of a girl. <laughs> and then and then it also would it's not like it's indestructible it would like if you gouge its eyes out if you you know like um had multiple people like digging into its like its face or its arms or anything like that man this is getting violent but anything like if you're doing anything like that it would cause a problem you know it would cause problems so okay I don't know. I just personally think that it would just be a little bit too much for the gorilla. It would take out a lot. Don't get me wrong. I would say I would estimate 32 and a half. Uh, this is how I'm dropping the mic on this. Uh, it's actually on Barra's YouTube video of last week's episode. Uh, shout out to Damien Patchen because they, they did some research. Damien did some research oh. here. Let me read this to you. The okay. silverbacks are, in fact, stronger than 20 adult humans combined as they can lift or throw up to 850 kilograms while a well-trained man can lift only lift up to 400 kilograms. So that's more than double, right? Any adult gorilla can lift up to 450 kilograms, not with a body size that can go as high as 200 kilograms. That sentence didn't make any sense, so we're ignoring that. 850 (laughs) kilograms is nearly 1,800 pounds. So any gorilla, even the wimpiest one, can swing Mifflins around without any issue. It won't be a problem for them. They won't tucker them out at all. Yeah, yeah. The only... Uh, I mean, misconception or miscalculation in that is that you're not just taking the body weight of the humans, you're taking their body weight plus whatever force they're applying to the gorilla. Sure. So but but we're, not... we've got enough headroom here. Okay, listen to this. The average punch <laughs> okay. force of karate black belt is recorded at 325 pounds. So if we extrapolate that for how much more gorillas can lift, the punch force of a gorilla could be somewhere between 1,300 to 2,700 pounds. And a, to crush a human skull requires only 520 pounds of force. So the gorilla literally only has to throw 100 punches at half force to kill every single human. 
Okay, and now what if five Mifflins are holding back each arm of the gorilla so they cannot apply that force? I think they can. So then no skulls are being crushed. And the first, Damien also goes on to say in the first four rounds of boxing, the goal is 300 and 350 punches per round. The Mifflins can barely make it out of the first round. That gorilla isn't getting tired. The gorilla is going to wow. win. Damien bringing the facts, baby. That's all there is to it. Hey, Damien, shout outs to you and shout outs to everyone who watches the prediction podcast, uh, the backliners as always. Thanks guys. Make sure you give us uh, a a like on Barra's YouTube and all that kind of stuff, a rating on Spotify and Apple podcasts, and that you're checking out every other prediction esports show. Uh, We are going to be off next week because I'm going to be traveling uh, for my wedding. So uh, this is my last podcast as a single man. Even though I'm not single, I don't know why people say it that way. That makes like no sense at all. Um, but yeah, so we're gonna take it off. We're gonna take off next week. We'll be back in two weeks' time. Uh, thanks, fine for taking the time, and uh, and we'll see you next time here on the Backliners. Barra, do the thing you're supposed to do. Bye. <laughs> Come on, man. The wait is finally over. Football is finally back. Now you might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure that you can get in on every possible chance to win this season. From game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props, Bet Online gives you more options to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on their season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to Bet Online today and take advantage of all the great signup bonuses. Don't forget to use promo code BLUEWIRE at betonline.ag. That's BLUEWIRE, all one word. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. Sugar Ray Leonard, Roberto Duran, Marvelous Marvin Hagler, and Thomas Hearns. Legends, whose four-way rivalry defined one of the greatest eras in boxing history. Relive their decade of dominance in a new Showtime sports documentary, The Kings, a four-part series now streaming on Showtime. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.